Tracy. And I'm Lena. And we love Healing Children. In fact, we're the co-owners and founders of Healing Children, LLC. And this is our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing, where we get real about what children need emotionally. And how best to support them. We skip the fluff. And get right to the heart of it. So, okay, so so today we're going to talk about um, when we're providing accountability and a consequence, mm-hmm. what do we, what does our physical presence need to look like? Mm-hmm. So one of the things we talk about in our trainings is, let's say you're pulled over by a policeman, mm-hmm. which, you know, for speeding, which, you know, many of us have had that experience. Yes. Some more than others. Right. Um, but if the policeman comes to your door and he is kind of yelling at you and putting you down for speeding. Why would you speed? Why are you driving like that? Mm -hmm. What is your response? Yeah. To him. Yeah. And typically what I hear is people saying, well, I think that person's a jerk and screw him. And I didn't do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. But if the policeman comes to your door and it has like, sorry, Mm -hmm. you know, usually for me, it's ma'am. Sorry, ma'am. You were going five minutes over the speed limit. And it's like very kind and compassionate as he gives you the ticket, what is your response? Yeah. You're more likely to take responsibility for what you did. You'd be like, oh crap, I screwed up because you don't have this other person to blame. Right. Because they were nice as they gave you the consequence. Yeah. So what we want to talk about is what does it look like when we're emotional giving a consequence and where do we need to be emotionally when we're giving the consequence to make it more likely that the child will internalize the information and internalize the consequence yeah. so they can make the necessary behavior change. So I think there's a couple of things to really keep in mind. When we're looking at emotional versus non-emotional number one, when we're really emotional, we're giving a consequence. Generally that consequence is going to end up being more punitive mm-hmm. and we're using the relationship or we're using our relationship with that student and like taking that relationship away. So we might be using shaming um, as part of the consequence. And that can be really damaging mm-hmm. for children with severe behavior and emotional issues. Mm-hmm. And so it's keeping that in mind. And so it's looking at what does it look like when someone's overly, emo- you gave a great example, like being rude, yelling at us, lecturing us is an emotional way to set a consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, threats. I've seen adults do that before. Um, I think, you know, even as a parent, you're just so frustrated or so tired yeah. That instead of really thinking it through, you're coming at it from like just anger and yelling and screaming and trying to force them to do what you tell them to do. Yeah. Right. Um, or you're, you're so upset. You think, well, if I just add this punitive, if I just add this consequence or this consequence or this consequence, eventually they're going to listen uh-huh. and they're going to learn and they're going to learn and they're going to figure out. And it's going to be better. And, and I'm I not going to be so every- bad anymore. <laughs> and I took everything away from them and they're still not doing it. So what can we do next? Right. Yeah. What's the next thing? And so what we've really learned mm-hmm. is the best thing is us really staying in that Zen place as much as possible because we want them to internalize. And what happens too much when we come at them with anger or, you know, we're coming at them with anger, instead of them thinking about their behavior and what needs to change, they're thinking about you and your behavior and you're, you're such a jerk and I've done nothing wrong. And how dare you treat me this way Yeah, that the consequences completely got lost. And all of us get there. Yeah. It doesn't matter what profession you're in. We all get to that point. Sometimes. We do. We, we, yeah. well, and a lot of it is we are owning 
that behavior exactly. when we do that. And I want to say for the most part, police officers have been very kind and respectful because <laughs> I don't want, <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to get into this because I know right now we have, you know, a lot of political stuff with police officers, but the police officers that have pulled me over because I get pulled over quite often are very kind and very respectful. In fact, they probably should give you a ticket more. They probably should give me more tickets. Yes. They think you're all cute, nice and sweet. And, and they let you off the hook <laughs> every time. Um, so anyway, I just want to make sure that caveat is in there. Totally. But we all do give from time to time. So what is it we want to look like emotionally and really feel like emotionally as we give consequences to make sure that we give that child the opportunity to internalize? Yeah. Because bottom line, when you're working with kids with severe behavior and emotional issues, mm -hmm. they kind of know how to push the buttons. Yes. Right. And they may know your buttons better than you do. Yeah. And so it can be fun for some students to kind of be rude and disrespectful and watch you kind of flip out. Yeah. And we don't want to do, we don't want to give them that yes. if that's what they're going for. And we never <laughs> really know. We never really know if a student is trying to push our buttons or not. So we always want to stay really calm mm -hmm. because in our minds, we're thinking, this is not my problem. This is their problem and their opportunity to grow and mature. Yes. My job is just to hold them accountable. Yep. That's all I've got to do. Yes. And the calmer I am, the more likely they are going to um, learn from this experience. Exactly. So it's, we talk, we have not talked a lot about polyvagal theory. No, we haven't. We're in the process important. of learning about it quite a bit as ourselves as mm -hmm. mental health professionals. The polyvagal theory is really talking about our mind, our heart, and our gut. Mm -hmm. It's our nervous system. And it was created by Stephen Porges. So okay. if you want to learn more, he's, he's the, he's kind of the leading um, therapist. He's not a therapist. It's actually, he's more research on it. Mm -hmm. And therapists have looked at this and realized that this is really important for therapy and counseling. Yeah. Well, because we are co-regulating together. So maybe we right? need to explain what co-regulating means. Well, I, what I think it means is to me, when I'm thinking about co-regulating, I'm thinking like, um, I'm kind of reading you uh -huh. and, and you're kind of reading me. Yes. Yeah, so and I'm we're sure. trying to figure out if we're safe people. Mm -hmm. And if you're safe, then I can relax more. Yes. So we're reading each other's nervous systems and it's happening at a, an unconscious level. Mm -hmm. Our bodies and brains are doing that and in, in being able to read it. So if you think about maybe you're around somebody who's upset and agitated, you often start to feel upset and agitated. Uh -huh. So they just have a body language or sometimes you don't even know what the body language is, but your body feels it. Mm -hmm. So co-regulating, if maybe I'm upset, but you're able to maintain calmness, then a lot of times that helps my body calm down as well mm -hmm. too. Mm -hmm. And so babies do that a lot with their mothers. Mm -hmm. Um, that's why we, they often talk with new mothers about learning how to be calm and, and relax because then their baby's calm and relaxed because mm -hmm. they're co-regulating. Because they're co-regulating. And so I think there's a lot to be learned with yes. this, but how I look at it is it's really important to understand us remaining calm is sending that message to the child. I think it also sends the message, I believe in you mm -hmm. and I'm not going to get sucked into your problems. And I believe you can figure this out. Mm -hmm. I believe, and I'm still going to hold you to it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then they see that calmness. They can't be mad at you. Right. It makes it more likely they're going to be upset with them and make those changes. But then they're also, again, they're, the messages we send non-verbally are often so much more powerful than any message we send verbally. Yeah. And so- 
One so it's keeping yourself calm and relaxed. Yes. So do you want to share one strategy? You one strategy <laughs> that I have learned from a lot of, well, two, two professionals about my classes from very experienced traumatologists is that we need to keep our pelvic floor relaxed. So what does that mean? What, well, I, I kind of feel like it says it <laughs> itself, but what it means is you're, you're not tight and tense, right? Uh-huh. We're not tight and tense. If we're tight and tense, we're not calm. We're not using our calming response. So we need to, so you kind of need to notice mm-hmm. like when I'm just playing a kid and I even kind of take note, like, Ooh, I'm feeling tight and tense. I need to relax and tell myself they're going to figure this out. Mm-hmm. I don't. And sometimes we don't know how, because mm-hmm. sometimes kids will do things to us in the middle of a lesson. And it's like, Ooh, what am I going to do with that one? Yes. You know? Or how am I going to deal with this issue? Sometimes we don't always know. And then mm-hmm. we're like tight, stressed, and then we have more of an emotional response. And what we want to do is relax mm-hmm. and tell ourselves that we will get it figured out. Yes. And so by forcing our, sometimes, sometimes we can think our way into calming our body. Uh-huh. Sometimes we can force our body to calm, which changes some of our thinking. Right. So it all works together. And what it really is, 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 is being aware. Yeah. yeah. It's being aware. It's also being aware of what are my buttons? Mm-hmm. Like what can I get? What, what do kids do that kind of set me off? Mm-hmm. And, and am I more, and we're definitely all more likely to get set off when we're too tired yes. and we're too stressed. So those are always, it's always kind of looking at when I get more rest, I can manage my life and my students a lot better or my children a lot better. Mm-hmm. So it's making sure you're getting the rest you need. And then it's, it's really noticing in my tight and tense. Yes. And how do I relax that? And if you're struggling with that, we always recommend that's not the time to do the discipline part. Right. You can always, I mean, love and logic has a strategy. It's called the delayed consequence where you can mm-hmm. just say, you know, we're gonna have to do something about it, but let's wait. Yeah. Because you don't want to be putting a consequence in place that you don't want to fall through on or you feel bad about later. <laughs> yes, I agree. Yeah. And so, cause we're, we are human uh-huh. and sometimes we are emotionally upset. And so you really want to wait to give the consequence when you are in a calm state of mind. Yeah. Maybe you've had an opportunity to talk to somebody else, get yourself calm, figure out the best way to handle or manage this, or just be calm and then and follow through with what you would typically follow through with. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. so if you want to learn more, again, we have lots of classes. We have our book, Healing Discipline, Bringing mm-hmm. Hope to Shattered Lives. Um, and we have our teachable online courses. We have live courses, um, blogs, podcasts. You name it. If you like what you're hearing and you want to learn more, you can go to our website at www.healingchildrenllc.org. On our website, you can read more about who we are. You can look at our online trainings. You can also look at our blogs on a variety of topics. You can see our most new and up-to-date podcasts. You can also engage with us in a variety of ways, such as liking us or following us on social media. You can even hire us to come in. Or you could email us or call us. Exactly. Make sure that you sign up for our email list so that you can get the latest information about what we have to offer, including live trainings in your area. Yes. So let the healing begin. Thank you for joining our podcast, The Bumpy Road to Healing. The Bumpy Road to Healing is sponsored by Healing Children, LLC, 
We are both educators and mental health professionals, which gives us a unique perspective on working with children both in and out of the school setting who have severe emotional and behavioral concerns. Our mission is for all children to be emotionally healthy, happy, mature, and responsible. As adults establish healthy relationships and appropriate boundaries, we believe that children are more likely to grow and prosper. When adults understand the impact of trauma, entitlement, disruptive attachment, and child development, including conscious development, they can better create healing environments for children. To learn more about us and what we have to offer, go to www.healingchildrenllc.org.